Welcome to another business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Plopper and I'm your host. Now, South Africa currently faces a leadership bankruptcy. Some people that are in leadership positions are either corrupt or incompetent, or they're simply not good leaders. Others may be people who lead well, but not necessarily with good intentions. Now, leadership may start right at the top, at government, but it filters right down through our lives and our businesses and even into our personal lives. Joining me for this episode is, uh, are two representatives of the School of Leadership Africa, namely Mr. Asanda Korza to my right here, and to his right we've got Mr. Jason Bossman. Gentlemen, a warm welcome to the two of you and thanks for joining us. No, thank you for having us. We're thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think the name School of Leadership says it all, uh, the two perfect candidates to, to have a chat about leadership in South Africa. And I think that there's much that can be said about leadership and especially the shortage that currently mm. uh, exists in South Africa mm. uh, in, in leadership. Yeah, and the fact is that leadership, uh, in, leadership is required or needed in all spheres of life. And mm -hmm. that includes the plumbing trade and the plumbing industry. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got a lot to say. I think all of us have a lot to say about mm -hmm. that. But before we get into what we have to say about leadership, I'd like to give the two of you just a quick opportunity to introduce yourself to the audience, the listeners and the viewers out there. Asanda, if we can start with you. 100%. Uh, again, thank you for having us here. Uh, absolute pleasure. My name is Asanda Koza, as you've mentioned, from the School of Leadership. Uh, <laughs> sorry for the tautology. I, 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 I took the lead. I took the lead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, so um, I work for the School of Leadership and have been working since 2020. Um, just the inception of it and the beginning of it with uh, the late, great Mr. Anton Fenter, um, my mentor. Actually, while I was still in school, he was the deputy principal at my school and he started the Red Blazer program which was actually the idea that created the School of Leadership. So I ran through that and wow, the amazing things that it's taught me and the skills that I have now just because of that. So when he started the School of Leadership, I was like, wow. And I was just a facilitator at the time. Hey? So I was freelancing for other companies and by God's grace, I don't know if the timing was just perfect, after COVID, do you remember COVID? Oh, oh my who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just after COVID, man, like I said, it's by God's grace, he came in contact me. He's like, Asa, with his, with, with his voice, you know. <laughs> and he's like, no, come on, help me with the School of Leadership just to facilitate and all of that. And it was amazing because everything that I had learned now, I get to impart on, onto the next generation and the youth. And I just thought to myself, what other job would I want to do? You know, this is my calling. Why not? So I started as a facilitator. And um, I was just leading these events, getting other facilitators as well, running these programs, um, imparting the knowledge that I have onto the youth, you know, and just as a facilitator. As time went by, I developed and progressed to becoming now, currently, the events manager. Oh, lekker. So at this point in time, um, I organize the facilitators, I develop the programs, I know where they're going, you know, we go to, all the way to Drakensberg, we, we all around um, South Africa. Yes, so... Um, yeah, and I think just the beauty of that is that we get to touch the hearts of kids at all different levels, whether they're privileged or underprivileged and all of that. And I'm just, that's just the beauty of the School of Leadership. And on we go. 
you know, I just don't want to say too much. Like you said, there's a lot <laughs> like to say. We might like have to, to do like seven more episodes. <laughs> so I'm just going to cut it there. But it's like, it's like it to hear that, that people have such a passion in developing the next generation of leaders yeah, in South Africa. Yeah. Because of the crisis that we're facing with a shortage of leaders and, and, and good leaders. It's not, not necessarily a shortage of leaders, but a shortage of good leaders in right. South Africa. So it's like it to hear when people say, I have a passion in developing that, in, in, in spotting the potential in leaders and youth and developing that so that they can become the next generation of good leaders in South 100%. Africa. Jason, please introduce yourself to our listeners and our viewers. Yeah, so an interesting fact, uh, Sunday and I actually went to the same school together in the same grade, completed actually. the same leadership program. <laughs> the same year. Um, so yeah, we've, we've also actually got history um, and also under the late great Mr. Anton Fenter. Um, and yeah, so uh, after... After school, I went into education. I became a teacher and, you know, continued the, the same concept where I wanted to change lives in a school. Um, I did it through coaching, through the leadership program at Southern High School. Um, and then, you know, teaching in the classroom, building those relationships, trying to also impart my knowledge onto, onto kids, you know, what I had learned and everything. And then, uh, yeah, then I ended up here at the School of Leadership. Um, the family entrusted me with continuing um, Anton Fenter's legacy and uh, yeah, so now I'm the director and uh, partner in the School of Leadership. I get to work with Asa and we get to take that legacy and just mm. keep on working it in young people's lives. Mm. And, uh, you know, what's really, really great about it is we've, we, we that, that's, what, that's what leadership is also about, is that legacy. It's, mm. Nothing should rise and fall on just you as a person. Yes. You know, if it dies with you, then you've fallen short as a leader. Mm. Where if I take someone like Anton Fenter, he installed his values into us and he taught us so much. And even though he's not here with us today anymore, his program still goes on. Yes. That is perfect, um, the perfect example of mentorship mm -hmm. that you can pass on your knowledge, pass on your leadership so other people can continue that. Mm. You know, and yeah, so we just had, we had one of the greatest examples of a leader and we're just so privileged that we get to continue this journey. You know, to some of our listeners and our viewers out there, the plumbers, uh, some of them have, have seen Anton mm. uh, and heard him in many of our podcasts mm. and our Plumbing 101 shows and the vodcast, these professional plumber podcasts, etc., the Man in the Band podcast. Mm. Um, you know, he's always been there speaking of personal development, uh, speaking of leadership and those kind of things. Mm. For those who haven't heard him and haven't seen what he and, and his passion for, for developing leaders in mm. South Africa, please go and check out those professional plumber podcast episodes mm. in which he is, those Plumbing 101 shows and those Man in the Band podcasts in which he is. Mm. Just have that encouragement and inspiration to develop yourselves into, into leaders. Gentlemen, so we've, we know now who you are and how you fit into the scheme of things. But uh, just a quick introduction of the School of Leadership Africa. Mm. What it is, who they are, what it does. So as, as I mentioned, we, we founded in 2020. Um, Anton Fenter then left um, Southern High School where the, the program, had, let's say, originated from. And uh, he just decided he wanted to take it past those four walls. He wanted to touch more lives. And uh, so in 2020, um, again, just in that weird COVID time, he started the School of Leadership and he, his lifelong dream had then become a reality. Um, so what are we about? We ultimately want to change the youth life. We, we base ourselves on two main principles. We want to develop the, the leadership and the character of the youth of South Africa. You know, we've got a whole program that... Um, encompasses all of that from courses to self-development to going on to camps and actually practicing these skills because mm. what we tend to find in schools is schools are academic and sports and culture mm. but nowhere do schools really focus on leadership they mm. they really get stuck on 
meeting those criteria. And the fact is, your rugby career is five years mm -hmm. in high school. Then mm -hmm. it's done. Mm -hmm. You know, your academics, yes, it will take you to university, etc. But to some degree, then it's done. Yes. You know, at the moment, my academics doesn't play a, a major factor mm -hmm. in, let's say, whether or not the school is going to come and take us on as a, um, you know, a service provider. You know, they're not saying, can I please see your matric certificate? But what they do want to see is my leadership. Mm. You know, they want to see our leadership within our company. They want to see what change we can make. Yeah. And that's where it actually matters. So it's, it's just about that lifelong learning, that lifelong leadership development. And that's what we are trying to fill as an organization. We want to step into that space and help the youth really reach their full potential. Mm. It's one, thing, it's one thing to say that you've got all these, these academic value that you can add to mm. the, the employment sector, to the, mm. you know, the economic sector of South Africa. But it's, it's, there's an additional value when you, when you have leadership characteristics and abilities Correct. and skills that you can also add. That's, that's an extra value. And that's, a, that's the shortage. That's the shortage that we are speaking of in this episode today. You know, so it's lucky to hear that there are... There are initiatives and organizations like School of Leadership mm. Africa that, that actually delves into that and puts in the effort mm. to, to unlock it in the youth already mm. so that by the time they leave school, they bring that additional value of leadership into the employment sector. And that employment sector, of course, to our listeners and our viewers, includes the plumbing trade and the plumbing industry. Mm -hmm. Now, I've got quite a few other questions for you. And like I said, when, mm -hmm. I, when I welcomed our listeners and our viewers to the show, there's quite much that can be said about mm -hmm. the shortage of leadership and yeah. good mm -hmm. leaders yeah. in South Africa. Mm -hmm. But I think before we continue our conversation, uh, for our listeners and our viewers, let's just cross over to a quick ad break. Do stay tuned for these advertisements. They are for your interest and your, uh, 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 your, your benefit. So... Mm -hmm. The three of us will be back right after this. It's an exciting time to be a professionally registered plumber. The PIRB's leaderboard provides plumbers with the opportunity to be placed onto a ranking system to see how they perform amongst their peers around the country. This ranking system enables both plumbers and consumers to identify top local plumbers and monitor their performance nationally and regionally. Consumers will always look for the best and at the top is where you'd want to be. It is therefore very important to be dedicated to continuously upskilling yourself through continuous professional development activities. The CPD points you accumulate during the CPD program will allow you to be rated on the leaderboard as you grow. The ranking system runs on a three-month rolling average where you can find yourself at the very top by accumulating more points than your peers. Top-ranked plumbers also stand a chance to win prizes through a lucky draw, where winners are announced on the PIRB's Plumbing 101 shows on YouTube. Do not miss out on the opportunity to be highlighted as an elite plumber in South Africa. Start accumulating points and become one of the best. Get skilled, get rewarded. Welcome back. You're still tuned into a business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and my two guests from the School of Leadership Africa, uh, Asanda Korza and Jason Bossman. Now, just before we went into the ad break, we discussed 
who you guys are, how you fit into the scheme of things. We mm. also slightly touched on what uh, the School of Leadership does. Mm. Um, but where is School of Leadership based? And, and sort of, um, we did say that leadership is also required in mm. the plumbing sector, the plumbing trade and industry. Have you had involvement like in the plumbing sector, especially with like the industry bodies, IOPS and PRB for that mm. matter? Yeah, that's it. Take away. Yes, we have. Just to answer your question, <laughs> we are based firstly in Centurion. Our offices are in Centurion, although every, every event that we have is at different locations. So we are actually like tailor-made to go to where you would like us to be. All right. So uh, being based in Centurion, we've also had um, the opportunity to work with IOPSA and the PRB with their events as well, because I mean, leadership is broader than just schools. Mm. It's broader than just the youth, you know, um, some adults lead leading as well. You know, in every professional body, there are um, certain positions whereby you have a position of leadership where you have to lead um, the people in uh, your department, if I may say. And in plumbing right? companies. And in Plumbing companies, 100%. Um, just for example, now we had a World Toilet Day and we were there as well. We set up a store um, because we also have team buildings as well, you know, for certain organizations. So if your department needs a, a few uh, touches on cohesion, maybe, or if they need a few touches on communication and how to work together, you know, the South, um, South Africa also caters for that. So we've been through um, World Toilet Day um, with uh, the PRRB and all of the other uh, plumbing organizations as well, the service providers. And another um, nice event that we've been to was the C4C, um, the Champions, Champions for, for Charity. charity. Yeah. The yes, 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 yes. 100% it is an amazing I can't wait for next year's one <laughs> I might be fighting for Saul oh you were <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so um, yes we also were there at uh, Champions for Charity just to um, show that support you know um, for the charities and just to um, also involve ourselves in the in, in, in what the community is trying to do you know for the underprivileged uh, individuals and we can see the effort that uh, the plumbing industry is actually giving back yes, into the community or to society yeah. you know so just working hand in hand and networking is the most important thing because I do believe as well I just want to um, touch on it again that leadership runs through every single aspect in life whether yes. you're a child teenager or an adult leadership does not die mm. yeah. yeah so yes and 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 whatever trade you're in whatever business you are yes, in including 100%. the plumbing sector 100%. the plumbing trade in the industry yes. there are leaders needed whether yeah. it's in a company whether you're a supervisor mm. team leader whatever the case may be you need to be a leader and a good leader for that matter correct and that's where i want to commend the plumbing industry you know and the the different leaders within that you know we have in this conversation because there were some leaders that have stepped up yes you know and they've reached out on that so it's it's such an exciting journey that soul can be a part of you know and that's the thing. It's not we've come. It's we've become a part of this journey. Yes. And it's just so great to be here. Yeah. I think there was one more thing that I just uh, missed out on. Um, you know, as a school of leadership, we do grade camps, right? Um, we do hikes. Uh, we do online courses. But we also do workshops. So any other uh, plumbing company that would like to have a workshop to be done for their industry or whatever company that there is, the School of Leadership is there to also help with that. In other words, you've got programs for adults as well, not, yes, not, just, not just for the, for the youth, not yes, just for kids, yes. which yes. is a good thing. 100%. And we, and we touch on like very important topics in the workplace, you know, conflict resolution, communication, yes. all of those things that um, you, you find that you weren't taught in school. Mm. You know, how do you deal with a difficult manager? How do you deal with a difficult employee? How do you, you deal with a different a difficult customer. Correct, hundred percent. You know, <laughs> those can resonate with that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, and and still, 
still putting your product forward, meeting the needs while still keeping the client happy. I mean, mm. those are those are big things we have to face. Yeah. So yeah, we, we touch on how to do that. Mm. Um, we realize that no one else does that. Mm. So here we are, we're trying to fill that space yeah. to help the plumbers out there, help adults out yeah. there mm. to make sure they actually reach their full potential. Mm. So, so we, we keep chucking around these two terms. The one is leader and the other one is leadership. Mm. But I want to ask the two of you, how would you define those two terms respectively? How would you define leader, a leader mm-hmm. and how would you define leadership? Right. In simple terms, right? I'm just going to cut it in a nutshell because, I mean, we could speak about this mm-hmm. on and on, right? So a leader is a person that sees the gap, right? A leader is a person that sees the gap and fills it in leading a group of people, all right, or, or, or pushing an initiative, I'd like to say, all right, where there is no direction, there's a person that steps up to actually head or spearhead, rather, um, a certain initiative or movement, just in short words. <laughs> yeah. In short words. It's basically, is it, you, you said taking the, the, there was a specific question that I had now, taking that initiative. Yes. Um, but, but also being an example of, or also seeing, looking at things at a, a holistic from mm. a holistic, yes. a holistic yes. you yes. said yes. seeing seeing the gap. That's a question that I wanted to mm. hear into. You said seeing a gap. So mm. obviously they have to look at things holistically yes. from a holistic perspective yes. to to see where there's a need for something and then take the lead mm. into initiating either resolving issues or or making progress mm. towards something or whatever mm. the case may be. Mm. Yes, yeah, so 100%. And, and just moving on to the term leadership now, right? I just think that, that leadership, the ship that is added on there is the how the leader leads, who the leader leads. I'm just going to make a dumb example now. When I say a ship, I literally think of Jack Sparrow. You know, <laughs> you, know? You, you, can have, you can have a ship, but if you don't have the right crew, your ship is not going to get anywhere, right? Within your leadership, you have to have the right people that you lead, all right? And, and, and I want people to not get this thing wrong. Leaders can make mistakes, Yes. within your leadership, yes. all right? You're not 100% correct in everything that you do. You are a human being, all right? But you need to learn from it, you understand? You need to learn from it. You need to also be teachable as a leader. Mm-hmm. That is within your leadership. Now, that goes into your characteristics of your leadership. It's different. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's, in many instances, that's a characteristic of, of leaders that... The people don't think. They don't 100%. think that leaders can lead, can learn anything anymore. Yes, 100%. Yes. Yeah, you, you know, as a leader, you've got to be a lifelong learner. Mm. You, you can never sit there and say, I am good enough at this point mm. in time. You know, it's always pushing the envelope. Mm. Um, you know, talking about some characteristics, you know, so lifelong learning is one. Then we basically found our whole company on three main ones, which is respect, accountability, and integrity. Mm. Respect. Respect goes as far as respecting yourself, your profession, the people around you, respecting your environment, you know, having that mutual respect is such a big role. Too often we, we jump and we, we don't respect each other. And that's actually where most of our conflict lies. Mm. So we teach respect within our organization. We teach respect to wherever we go. Then coming back to like accountability. What I said is leaders are going to make mistakes. Mm. The difference is as a leader, you're accountable to that mistake. Mm. And it's a very simple process. Own the mistake, fix the mistake. Mm. You, you're always going to make decisions with the best intention, or so you'd hope, okay? And your, your intention, 
you know, as good as it can be, can be the wrong decision at times. Mm. But if you own that space and say, yes, I made a mistake or maybe I fell short of what the expectation was, the fact is as long as you own that, you can move forward mm. on it. Mm. And then lastly is integrity. My, my favorite um, or the simplest way I can explain is integrity is like a bridge and the material it's made out of. If you're a bridge full of sticks, are you going to be able to carry a truck across it, you know, because the truck actually represents the pressures of life, peer pressure, societal pressure, pressures you put on yourself, yes, things like addiction and all the rest. Can you handle the pressure when things get tough? Are you going to be a stick bridge or are you going to be that reinforced concrete, you know, that can really handle that pressure? When things are on, can you remain true to who you really are? Because too often we see that with leaders, Mm -hmm. you know, coming up through the ranks that you really see the best version of that person and who they really are. Mm. Then they get that title and Mm. they feel like they have to change. Mm. But people don't realize you became that leader because of who Who you you are. are. Don't move away from who you are. Make yourself better by all means, Mm. but don't be, and I think we'll talk about it a bit later, don't be a a leader and then later become a boss. Mm. You know, (laughs) we're going to get to that just now. You know, I want to get quickly back to, to what you said about uh, integrity. Mm. Uh, I went through a leadership development course and, and that, in, that, that the course presenter said to us, you know, integrity comes down to doing the right thing, mm-hmm. doing it correctly, doing it on time, mm. every time, and doing that in the absence of witnesses. So, in other words, you don't choose to do the right thing just because there are eyes on you. You do it even when no one's looking you choose to do the right thing. That's integrity. Correct. And I mean, my bit of knowledge with the, the plumbing industry, we, that's where we see things sometimes fall short. You know, if guys are going to get, um, if they're wait, waiting for a COC, you know, and they, they know someone's going to come check their work, they will do it to the right, the mm. right measure. Mm. But it's when that's not happening as consistent as it needs to. Are you still doing the right job? Mm. Have you installed that, that uh, geezer correctly yes. to, to meet the standards that have set up mm. by South Africa's, um, you know, uh, standards? Yes. 100%. You know, are they actually on that level? Yes or no? And I think that's where we have to be very careful. Mm. Like you said, doing it on time, doing it correctly, mm. doing it correctly when no one's watching. Mm. Are you as a plumber out there doing that every single day? Mm. I do think there are people out there that aren't. Mm. And as a professional body, that tarnishes what the plumbing industry looks like. Mm. You don't have trust in the plumbers. They're always going to take the, the shortcut, you know, mm. because, and it's, it's client pressure as well. Exactly Clients right. want it cheap. They want yeah. it fast. <laughs> you have to stand firm as a plumber and say, there is a cheap and fast way, but it's not the right way. Yes. And if that's going to tarnish your, your company's image or the plumbing industry itself, you have to steer clear of it because yeah. you're and then you, the problem. You take that leadership. You, you lead by example. 100%. But then I also want to get back to quickly what Asanda said mm-hmm. about the leadership being the, the how you lead and who you lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you use that analogy of the ship, like the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the leadership, yeah. the ship. Um, and, and we can easily refer that back to a company. Mm. Uh, and the company being the ship, yeah. and, and you've got the captain at the steer, he's, yes. he should be a leader and he mm. should be a good leader, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and the fact is that he leads his team, he leads his employees, uh, he, he can even lead his clients, his customers, mm-hmm. he, can lead, uh, he can be a leader in the industry for that matter. Mm-hmm. But he's got people, but then he can also, uh, because I know we're going to get to that later in the episode about characteristics of mm-hmm. leaders, but the fact is that, you know, one of the roles or responsibilities of leader is to develop 
your, your, your people so that they mm. can also develop and grow and reach yes. their full potential. Mm. And that means you then, as a leader, you develop other leaders, team leaders, uh, supervisors, and, and those kind of things in, mm. your, in, your, uh, uh, in your plumbing company for that matter. I think Jason also touched on it a bit when he just said that leadership doesn't end with you. All right. So as a leader, I think your, your job is also to like upscale your, your employees to a point where they can lead as well. Yeah. Anything could happen to us. Do you understand? So you're trying to build someone or develop someone to a point where they could end up taking that leadership mm -hmm. role, you know, and they're going to do the same. That, I think that is our job yes. as human beings in life. You know, you lead and teach others how to lead. You guys, you guys refer to uh, carrying on with somebody's legacy. Mm -hmm. If you're an owner of a plumbing company and you've got employees mm -hmm. there, what happens the day that you retire or the day that you step out of the industry mm -hmm. or the day that you perhaps pass away? Mm -hmm. Who carries your plumbing company's legacy forward? Mm. Who, who's that? Have you developed other mm. leaders mm. To, to lead your company forward in the, in, into the future? But I want to take a step back on that. You, that, that question is going to come back to whether you were a boss, a leader, or a manager. <laughs> yes. but that's, you know, that, that for me is going to be the fundamental. We had a leader. Someone who, who, who basically set us up to continue this. Mm -hmm. I think too often we see it in companies where it's a boss. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who just pushes it, expects the results mm -hmm. and, and all the rest, but never develops the people around them, mm -hmm. never lets go enough to say, yes. you run it. That's, that's one thing, hey. Mm -hmm. People know how to manage things. Mm -hmm. They manage it, but they don't lead. Mm -hmm. They don't lead by example. Mm -hmm. They don't... They don't delve into developing their staff and their members. But, but that one aspect of, of a boss or a manager mm. is retaining those, that knowledge, mm. that knowledge and, and holding onto it so tightly mm. because they're so afraid to let it go, to, to develop the, the, the next leaders, mm. to, to sort of carry their legacy mm. on forward. And that's, that's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing, not only because it's, it's sort of, suppresses leadership in other people not to mm. develop to their full potential mm. but it's a danger for your company if you if something happens if you fall ill and you cannot work and you cannot be at that company every mm. day you need others to then take on and, and go mm. carry on with your business 100 yeah. percent. you know if, if we break down those three terms quickly let's take a manager for me the manager is an organizer you know the problem with the organizer is they're good at seeing what needs to be done right now, maybe a week or two in advance and everything, but that's where it stops. They don't see the bigger picture. Where's your company going? Mm. You know, are you always going to be a, a, a one, million uh, one million dollar, one million rand company, or are you trying to be a 10 million rand company? Mm. A manager doesn't see that. Mm. They see a task in front of them and they want to get it done. Mm. A boss, I do believe that, put it like this, let me, on this controversial, I do believe there is a time for a boss. Especially when maybe companies start out, you need to, you need to basically set a foundation to build from. Mm -hmm. But once your company is going, you need to move into a leader's style approach. Mm -hmm. A boss will, will expect results, say how it needs to be done, give the answers. Mm -hmm. you know? And then once that relationship built, I feel leadership then mm -hmm. steps in. A, a leader role needs to be taken. Where it's, I develop the person to my left or my right and say, cool, I'm entrusting you to now look after this. I'm entrusting you to take this further because the fact is we've only got two hands. You, if you want to get more done, if you want to make more money, if you want to grow your brand, mm -hmm. you need extra hands to help you mm -hmm. do that. 
You know, that's why you'll never see a building project, one guy laying every brick. No, mm. it's a team. Mm. Because a team will help you get there. Yeah. You know, and that's when we build in, we bring in machinery. Mm. You know, because leaders will do that. These are machines. These guys have power. Yeah. Let, them, let them explode. You know, mm. let them really show their potential. But you have to have that trust. Yeah. It is a tough transition. You know, it's make or break sometimes. These guys have put their own money on the line. So I understand it. But, you know, you're going to limit yourself if you don't have someone next to you who says, I believe you can also. I totally agree with you. Just Sorry, just in a nutshell, a manager. A manager gets told what to do, right? And then they set that deadline, they have to do it, right? They get told what to do. A boss, a boss sticks to the rules. Stick to, it's a very grid-like type thing. You stick to the rules. A leader takes risks. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. He knows that everyone knows what to do, but they take that risk to trust someone to, to, mm-hmm. take, to take charge of um, a certain mm-hmm. uh, job or task. You know, so I'd 100% agree yeah. with you there. You just, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> gentlemen, we've got to cross over to a quick ad break to our listeners and our viewers. Stay tuned for those ads. The three of us will be right back to talk more about leadership. See you right now. Good day. How can I help you? Hi, I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem, but did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called The App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on The App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Welcome back. You're still tuned into a business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper. My two guests are Sandra Korza and Jason Bosman of the School of Leadership Africa. Mm-hmm. And just before the, uh, the ad break, things got very passionate. Hey? We could see the passion coming out from the two of you, the way you speak about leaders mm-hmm. and leadership and, and the development of, mm-hmm. of, of people, etc. And throughout our conversation, before we went into the ad break, we kept, and we briefly touched on the importance mm. of leaders and leadership. Mm. But I want to add the word good to it. What would you guys say? Why is it so important? What is, what is the importance in business, in a trade, in, in an industry, like the plumbing industry, for example, to have good leaders? Good leaders. Mm. Um, so, Willem, I'd just like to start off by saying, you know, before, before you can do good at something, you're always watching someone else do it. You always get your, your drive from someone else. You always get, oh, no, I want to do it just like this person. Or, oh, no, my boss is so good at this. Or, or, or oh, no, the head of this company is so good. I want to do it just like. You extract certain skills from the people that you look up to. All right. And, and so much so in the industry, when you are working, you, you take certain um, what can I say, qualities from your employees or your leaders, all right? That's why it's so important to have a good leader. That's why it's so important to have the right person at the top, mm. you know? They're the example. The example of how to do something right. In one of my previous so, episodes, yeah. one of my guests said to me, you can't be what you can't see or you can't yes. become what you can't see. Yes. There, there has to be that yes. example yeah. to see. I mean, I'll just make a typical example, you know, for you to have, so I've got two sons. 
all right? And for me to make sure that they are going to be great men that know the responsibilities that they have to um, 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 carry, mm. I have to do it myself, mm. all right? And that's what we also fall short on in society. Like, there are really bad fathers mm. out there, mm. and that's what affects and impacts our little boys today, you know? It's so that it's example just, they see. It's the example that they see, the example that we set, mm. You know, so it's very important for us to be good leaders. It's very important for us to keep ourselves in check. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that happens um, in any company. I'm pretty sure that in the plumbing industry as well, mm-hmm. you know, you need to have the right leaders there mm-hmm. so that you know the employees are looking at the good example, at the right example, rather. Mm-hmm. And I just want to come in there on, like, how do you become a good leader? You know, and if I take a program like the Master Plumber program, I've been through that. I've seen the details that they put in there. They really touch on all the good aspects of a good leader. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about conflict resolution they talk about communication they talk about how you work with people what's important in those different roles uh you know just going through it i I see that people have really sat down and said well maybe in a in a situation where you don't have good leaders to look to let's put it in onto a piece of paper let Mm. let us show you what a good leader is Mm. about you know and you can work through that stuff for me unfortunately not always going to have every good example right in front of you. Mm. You know, the fact is you only have your one boss at this point in time. You have to go and do your homework. And and that comes back to that lifelong learning. Mm. So if I look at the Master Plumber course, I went through those topics and I'm like, brilliant. Someone has thought this through and said, what aspects are good leaders talking about or what Mm. do they um, have? And you can go and learn that yourself. It's yes. so, so, so good. Yes. You're talking about learning it yourself. Some of the people that have already enrolled for this program mm. already have, have completed it and, mm. and have been uh, sort of recognized as, 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 the, as master plumbers. They may already have leadership characteristics mm. and qualities already. Mm. And that's just that that program sort of further develops that. 100%. That's why we keep on talking. You reiterated that it's, it's a continuous process of growing and developing yourself, even if you already are in a leadership position, even if you already have leadership skills mm. and qualities mm. and attributes that you, that you can bring to the table. Correct. I, th- I think if we, you know, you have to remind yourself firstly sometimes about some of the things you forget, you know, so that's one thing. And then even just different perspective with new approaches on how to be a good leader. You know, I mean, yeah, I've seen it over the years. I've, I've seen how just in a year I've changed certain approaches in my life and just the results you know, that come of it. So we need these type of programs. You need to redo these programs every now and then. You know, and what's great, I think the Master Plum, if I looked at it, it's been developing. It's going to continuously develop. And so it's not stagnant, you know, from a few years ago. It it keeps on going, which is so great. Mm. And look, everyone is a leader. You know, everyone has leadership qualities in them. You know, no matter if you have started your leadership journey or if you haven't started, I mean, if you haven't started it or if you have started it, it's a lifelong process. You know, it's just how you nurture it. Um, Jason just mentioned now with the master plumber um, and, and all the things that you could find in there. It's up to you how you nurture it. You're only going to grow as much as you feed yourself. You know, and there's an African proverb they say you have a, a good line and a bad line inside <laughs> of you. You become the one that you feed. Yeah. So leadership is leadership. You'll always be the lion. Yeah. But it's what type of lion you become. And that is, that, that is, that is the beauty of having such um, 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 programs as the Master Plumber, you know, and, and, and being able to teach yourself and upscale yourself and, and, and grow your leadership as well. Yeah. 
You know? mm. I think it's, a, it's about realizing the fact that we all have potential yeah. and, and it's about making decisions. We always use that phrase or that, that, that phrase that says, um, in life, it's all about the decisions we yeah. make. Yeah. So you can decide that there's potential in me, mm-hmm. but am I going to go and develop it? Am I going to go and look and find ways to develop it? Mm-hmm. Am I going to associate with people that bring out the best in me and that help me develop mm-hmm. and progress? You know, and, and, and that's again where it boils down to the importance of having good leaders in our mm-hmm. industry, mm-hmm. in our trade, mm-hmm. in our businesses, in our plumbing companies. Mm-hmm. You know, is that leader, that, that ship captain, is he a leader? Is he a, a person that can say, I see things holistically? Um, you know, I'm not just a boss who say things will happen this way mm-hmm. because I say so. Mm-hmm. You know, it's typical of a boss. Because I say so, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and yes, there's a requirement for rules. There's mm-hmm. a requirement for processes mm-hmm. and procedures that managers will follow to manage things, to see that things are managed correctly. But then it comes back to, to leaders that have certain other mm-hmm. uh, sort of roles that they fulfill, the, the role of being the example, the role of sort of unlocking potential mm-hmm. in their, their other people. Um, you know, it's, it's good then for for them to, to know and let their people know, hey, we are a leader. If you have that desire in you to also progress in life and be, take the next step and develop yourself into a leader, I'm here for you. I will help you. I will guide you. Uh, on that, you know, one of, the, one of the things we see lacking a lot in good leaders is actually just decision making. Mm. We want to be leaders. We want to be the top dog. We want to be there earning the big bucks and everything, you know, living that dream. But too many of us are too afraid to make decisions. Mm. You know, so I'm just challenging everyone out there. If you want to be a leader, it's not just about having respect, accountability, integrity, good communication skills, good conflict resolution. You have to be a good decision maker Mm. and be willing to take risks on some of your decisions because I find that's where we get stuck. Mm. People want the leadership, but they don't want to make decisions on it. Where something like with the the Master Plumber program, you know, it talks about that, how you can be a self-leader, how you can be a leader to your peers, how you can Mm. be a leader in your company. But I'm telling you, the the underlying message there is decision making. Mm. That we just really have to brace in our society today. That's how you become a good leader. But when it comes to decision making, it's all about going back to what you said about accountability. People also have to realize that there's a massive difference between responsibility and accountability. Mm. You know, it's your responsibility to do, you're a plumbing company. You take your plumber out, he does the job, you Mm. maybe drop them off at a site. It's his or hers responsibility to lay those pipes and install those Mm. taps and those geezers and those kind of things, what Mm. plumbers do, it's their responsibility. But at the end of the day, you as the captain of the ship, it's your accountability. If they do their work wrong, it's you're the accountable person. The the, the customer is going to come and look at you, Mm. the leader of the ship, the captain of the ship. I mean, you put the plumber there. Yes. So you have to be accountable. You're the accountable. So (laughs) when you make decisions... You know, it boils down to also taking accountability for your decisions. Mm -hmm. That's where accountability steps into decision making. Mm -hmm. But there's also, would you guys, there's this burning question that I have. um, And we're running out of time. We have to draw to a close. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm also as passionate about it as you guys are. But we, we, we really have to draw to a close. But I've got this burning question. I've got to shoot you quickly. Would you guys say that? One of the characteristics or qualities of a leader and a good leader 
is selflessness. 100%. Um, uh, uh, you know, a, a leader serves. That, that's, I think, a concept society doesn't actually understand. Mm-hmm. A leader is serving other people. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you are going in there saying it's for myself, you're going to fall short mm-hmm. every single time. The fact is you serve other people. You serve your company and everything like that. When you are willing to give yourself, mm-hmm. which is what a leader does, the mm-hmm. leader is willing to take every arrow that comes at you. Mm-hmm. The leader is willing to take blame, willing to take the pressure, willing to take the stress. You are giving yourself. Mm-hmm. That is service to people. And if we had more leaders in society that served, mm. I promise you we would see a better society because those are our good leaders. If you look at people like Nelson Mandela, he didn't, he didn't do it for a specific group of people. He served South Africa. Mm. Mm. You know, if we look at Sia Khaleesi, he didn't, he didn't do it for his World mm. Cup ambitions. He served his team. He mm. served his mm. country. That's why those guys we can look to because Sia Khaleesi was willing to do anything even not play, start yes. in the spring box, if it was the best for the team, yes. that is a leader. Just after you asked that question, like the words um, of Mr. Anton Fenter, it just came into my mind. He said, people are more important than things. Mm, yes. At any turn, at any point in time, people are more important than things. No matter what position you are in the company, no matter what you're doing, what your role is, people are more important than things. I think that's just our responsibility as human beings on the planet. You know, so selflessness plays a huge role in leadership, 100%, without a doubt. Listen, I've, I've said it before and I'm saying it again. We are running out of time. <laughs> I think that this conversation could carry on for um, hours at end yeah. and, and I think that we are equally passionate, passionate about it. But I want to ask you if, if, if the two of you have any last words to our listeners and our viewers out there. Maybe encouragement, inspiration, whatever it is. Mm. For me, take five minutes just to reflect on yourself. Ask yourself, are you the leader that you want to be? Go and watch a motivational video and then decide that you're starting today to become the best version of yourself. That's where I'd leave off. Mm. Um, You mentioned something about decision making and you are a result of your choices, right? I just want to say to everyone that no matter how many times you fail, don't take it as a fail. Just take, mm-hmm. it as, just take it as finding one of the other ways or one of the thousand ways that don't work. Mm-hmm. That way you know you're not going to do it again. You know Because the journey going up to being at the top is not when you get there, it's how you got there. How many times did you fall? How many times did you have to dust yourself off? You know, When you get up there, you're not this clean person in a suit. No, you got cuts and bruises, and, but you're wiser. You know more. That's so, yeah. <laughs> learn, learn and grow and develop from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. And then teach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that concludes the uh, conversation between the three of us. Gentlemen, a, warm, mm. uh, a, a big wholeheartedly thank you for, for mm. this passionate conversation that we had Is today. Mm. We hope that it encouraged and inspired some of our listeners and our viewers in the plumbing sector, in the plumbing mm. trade. Um, But to our listeners and our viewers, please don't go away. Stay tuned because right after this, you will have some awesome industry announcement brought to you. We'll see you again in the next time. Just a reminder that our National Roadshow for 2024 will start off on the 8th of March when we celebrate World Plumbing Day at our offices in Vieta Park Centurion. Join us for a day filled with fun and interesting and informative exhibitions. In March, the Plumbing Travelling Exhibition also kicks off its nationwide run. 
Its first stop will be in Bloemfontein on the 14th of March. To attend or be part of this exhibition, visit www.plumbingexpose.co.za or call 011-579-4940. Do you have more than three years experience in plumbing and are currently unemployed? But looking to do your trade test, IOPSA has an ARPL project to assist you. Visit IOPSA's Facebook page and follow the steps to apply. Let's get you qualified. Something new for our plumbers is lurking on the horizon. And February will see it happen. Stay tuned and keep an eye out.